0: Lifespring number 145 A ton of breaks.
1: Hello everyone. This is Joe from Joe's Podcast, which can be found at joespodcast.net. But right now you are listening to the podcast that hits you right between the ears with the message of hope, love and good news. It's the Lifespring Podcast with your host Steve Webb.
0: Thank you, Joe. How you doing? (laughs) Welcome. Hello there, I'm Steve Webb, and this is Lifespring, where we hit you right between the ears with a message of hope, love, and good news, just like Joe just said. Check out his podcast. Hey, welcome. I'm so glad you've decided to join me today. It's an honor. If this is your first time, have a seat. Make yourself at home. I've got cold drinks and snacks in the fridge. Help yourself. (laughs) Of course, if you're a long-time listener, you already know where everything is, so feel free to show the new people around. (laughs) I'm glad you're here. Right at the top of the show, I want to remind you that the brand-new toll-free comment line is 877-433-9091. Put that number in your phone's memory right now. Pause your player right now and put it in, 877 9091 While you're at it, give me a call. Or anytime during the show today, if something hits your brain that you want to say to me, pause the show. That's that little button that looks like an equal sign turned on its side. Hit that button. Pause it. Give me a call. Don't wait for the show to be over because then you'll forget. I know you. <laughs> you'll forget. So call right now when you're thinking of uh, uh, what to say or later when you're thinking of something to say, whatever, call me 877-433-9091. Have I beat that horse into the ground enough? (laughs) If you insist, you can email me at steve.lifespring at gmail.com. I read it all and I respond to almost all of it. But if you send me spam, don't count on getting a reply. I'm a little like uh, Dvorak. I get no spam. Well, almost. I've got a great show for you today. I'm going to talk about something that I read on the Lifespring Family Bible a little over a week ago, something that I always skimmed over when I read it before, but this time when I read it, bam, it hit me like a ton of bricks. (laughs) So that's coming up in just a minute. Then I've got something called What If. I don't usually indulge in what ifs very much, but this one is worth talking about. Let's see what else. Uh, Later, we've got some email and we've got some audio comments on today's show. And of course, there is some great music that you're going to hear today, and that's going to begin right now. Let's hit it. Thank you. is coal with The Weakness. You know, it's not very often that I read very much scripture on The LifeSpring Show. That's not what the show's about, reading scripture. That's what The LifeSpring Family Bible is about. But a couple of weeks ago, not quite a couple of weeks ago, I read something on The LifeSpring Family Bible from the book of Luke that really hit me like a ton of bricks. You know, there's a benefit to reading out loud. You can read the same passage over and over silently, and sometimes you can just skim right over an important part and miss it entirely. I did that for years with this passage of scripture, but when I read it out loud for the LifeSpring Family Bible, it hit me like a ton of bricks. What was it that I had missed? It was the very last sentence in this passage of scripture. I'm going to read, um, I guess, about 13 verses. Um, so bear with me if you're not used to hearing a lot of Scripture. Um, if you are used to it, then you won't mind, but um, just bear with me. This, this, this is important. From Luke chapter 4, uh, it says, Then Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan River and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness, where for forty days he endured temptations from the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and when they were completed, he was famished. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God... Command this stone to become bread. Jesus answered him, It is written, Man does not live by bread alone. Then the devil led him up to a high place and showed him in a flash all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to him, To you I will grant this whole realm and the glory that goes along with it, for it has been relinquished to me, and I can give it to anyone I wish. So then, if you will worship me, all this will be yours. Jesus answered him, It is written, It is You are to worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil brought him to Jerusalem, had him stand on the highest point of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to protect you, and with their hands they will lift you up so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, It is said, You are not to put the Lord your God to the test. So when the devil had completed every temptation, he departed from him until a more opportune time. Did you hear it? When the devil had completed every temptation, he departed from him until a more opportune time. The message translation says, That completed the testing. The devil retreated temporarily, lying in wait for another opportunity. Ha <laughs> The New Living Translation says, when the devil had finished tempting Jesus, he left him until the next opportunity came, or till a more opportune time. Wow. You know what that says to me? It says that Satan figured that there would be another time to come at Jesus. He was beat here at this moment in time, but Satan was not going to give up. He would come at Jesus again to tempt him. Why is this important? Well, a couple of reasons, but I'm going to focus on just one today. Listen, if Satan was planning on coming at Jesus again to tempt him, what makes us think that if we resist Satan one time, that we have that particular sin beat? Have you ever felt that way? Maybe you struggled for a long time with an area in your life that you just couldn't get a handle on. You know what it is. Maybe it's lying. Maybe it's substance abuse. Maybe it's gossip or laziness or stealing or sexual sin. You know what it is. Maybe you've struggled a long time. Perhaps it's been a long time now since you last succumbed to the temptation. Well, that's great if it's true. But don't let your guard down. Satan, our enemy, is a patient being. He is a master at reading human beings. I mean, he's had a lot of practice. He's been doing it for thousands of years. He'll often watch for the opportune time to bring temptation rushing in on us. Sometimes, when we least expect it, it comes at us. Sometimes it comes at us from left field and wham! There we are, confronted with that old demon again. And it feels like we're right back there at square one. I hate when that happens. Remember, just because it's been a long time since we last did a particular sin does not mean that we can't be tempted by it again. Don't get a big head about it if it's been a long time. Be humble and thank God that He has given you the strength to do His will and humbly ask Him to continue to follow close to Him. Also, remember what Jesus did in the face of Satan's temptations. In every instance, Jesus answered Satan's temptations and half truths with Scripture. That's a good reason to learn what the Bible says. Jesus didn't try to argue with Satan from his own intellect. He used the very Word of God. And that is what we have to do when temptations come to us and grab our attention. But there's another method for dealing with temptation, too. Keeping in mind that Satan left Jesus to wait for a more opportune time, how about this advice? Do anything you can to deprive Satan a more opportune time. How? Well, by avoiding situations that are more likely to create the opportunity. Here's what I mean. If you're a gossip, whenever you are in a situation where people begin to badmouth somebody else, just leave. Just excuse yourself. If you're really brave, say something like, Sorry guys, that's gossip, and I've sworn off of it. (laughs) You think that won't get some attention? Not that we're after attention, but that's going to make them think, won't it? If the temptation for you is stealing, don't allow yourself to be alone with stuff. The lovely lady Leanne and I went to a marriage seminar several years ago, and one of the speakers had some really good advice for men. He said that he traveled a lot in his job, and he often stayed in hotels. Well, being a married man, he was always sure to avoid the temptation of having an extramarital affair. Whenever a woman would walk by, he would always look down at the floor. He said he became an expert on hotel carpet because he spent so much time looking at it. The point is, guys, don't put yourself in situations where the lust of the eyes will get you in trouble. If it's internet porn, have your wife install blocking software. (laughs) Then have the reporting sent to her or to a trusted friend. But if you have the wife do it, how much more uh, accountability will there be? Bottom line, don't assume that you have the problem under control. Don't even allow yourself to be in a situation where you have to find out if you can handle it. But I know sometimes there are times when you just can't avoid the temptation. Sometimes you're just blindsided with the temptation with no warning. Then what? Well, the Bible says to flee temptation. Run. Get out of there. Don't linger. Don't play with the idea in your head. Occupy your mind with scripture, pray, think of your loved ones who will be hurt if you do the thing, and remove yourself from the area. You know, there are no brownie points in heaven for toughing it out. (laughs) We're told to obey the word of God, and the word says to flee temptation. So flee. Don't give Satan an opportune time. Make it so that the opportune times are fleeting or non-existent. Now, I have to say that none of the foregoing will do you very much good if you don't have an ongoing and active relationship with God, because you'll be doing it all on your own strength, and that won't work. But when you are plugged into God, you have a source of power that will give you everything you need. So how do you have a relationship with God that is ongoing and active? Well, first, you need to ask Jesus to be a part of your life, to ask him to forgive you for the times that you've sinned. You need to ask Him to help you be the person that He made you to be. You actually need to turn control over to Him, and it's okay. You can trust Him. He made you, and He knows what He made you to be. Allow Him to show you. I guarantee it'll be okay. As a matter of fact, it'll be more than okay. It'll be great. Next, to be plugged into God, to have that active, ongoing relationship, you need to begin to find out who God is, how He thinks, and what He thinks of you. And the way to do that is to read the letter that he wrote to you. It's a love letter from start to finish. It's usually called the Bible, but it is really a love letter to you. The more you read it, the better you get to know him, and the easier it will be to resist temptation when it comes around. Next, in the area of plugging into the power that God has for you, pray. Pray about the things that are bothering you. Ask him to help you avoid the situations that might lead to those opportune times for Satan. Ask him for the faith to flee. You can pray wherever you are, you know. You don't need to stop what you're doing and kneel or anything like that. You can pray when you're driving. You can pray when you're on the internet. You can pray when you are with a group of people. Anytime you can pray and ask him. Stay plugged in. Hey, speaking of people, that's the next point. Ask a couple of your very best friends who you trust to pray with you and for you. Tell them what your struggle is and ask them to pray for you. And then, keep them informed as to how you're doing. Be honest. Don't be afraid. If they are truly your friends, they understand what you're going through. And chances are, they're going through the same things or something similar. You see, every human being has temptation. (laughs) You thought you were special? Nah. We all have areas that would give Satan an opportunity if we let him. And last, keep your mind out of the gutter. In other words, don't fantasize about whatever it is that might tempt you. If you do, if you spend time thinking about it, you're going to find it nearly impossible to resist when that opportune time comes around. The Bible says that we ought to think about whatever is good and pure and right. You know, you can't think about more than one thing at one time. Occupy your mind with good, and you can't think about the bad. Distraction can be a wonderful thing, used constructively. Those of us that are parents learned to distract our children when they were young. If they wanted something shiny and breakable like a crystal goblet, and we gave them something shiny and non-breakable like a plastic rattle, they would completely forget the crystal goblet. (laughs) Well, you can do the same thing to yourself. It just takes discipline and being plugged in to God. Don't give Satan an opportune time. If he crashes in, resist him with the word of God and flee the scene. It's time with Carrie Crocker. I first played Carrie on the show way back in March of 2006. She's a Texas girl, and she found me on MySpace. I liked her music and encouraged her to put some up on the PMN. She was recently interviewed on the Podsafe Music Hour by my friend Michael Moss. It's a great interview, and I encourage you to check out the show. I'll have a link on the show notes page at lifespringpodcast.com. And, of course, the links to all the music will be on lifespringpodcast.com, as always. This is called, What If? What if God couldn't take the time to bless us today because we couldn't take the time to thank Him yesterday? What if God decided to stop leading us tomorrow because we didn't follow Him today? What if God took away the Bible tomorrow because we would not read it today? What if God took away His message because we failed to listen to the messenger What if God stopped loving and caring for us because we failed to love and care for others? What if God would not hear us because we would not listen to Him? What if God answered our prayers the way we answer His call to action? let's see. I just recently got some email. Here's one of them it says, hi, Steve, just wanted to drop you a quick don't to let you know that I'm still here. My schedule at work has changed and I don't have much time to listen to podcasts anymore, but I wanted to let you know that the Lifespring Family Bible podcast is the one that I make time for every day. Thank you for your outstanding work in keeping this podcast going. It's making a difference here. God bless you, Russ. Well, Russ, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, I'm committed to doing that Bible podcast each and every day. And, uh, my friend, if you have not listened to it yet, I encourage you to do so. One of those ways I told you about keeping yourself plugged in. All right, Steve, it's John in Kansas City. Hey, John. And I stopped painting in the middle of the wall. (laughs) I was listening to Life Spring this week, and you said to stop and try off the line, so I did it. Good man. And, man, when I called
2: him last time, I couldn't believe how down and out I sounded. So this time I'm trying to sound a little bit more perky. Perky. And it is hot. (laughs) And muggy in Kansas City today,
0: and you're Whew. perky anyway. God bless you. <laughs> thank you, <laughs> John. Well, everybody needs to have a perky listener, and uh, John is that. So, thank you, John, for calling in. And yeah, when I first announced the uh, the uh, toll free line, I said, uh, "Stop what you're doing and call right now." And John did that in Kansas City. So, John, I thank you for that, my friend. Hi, Steve. It's
1: Nick in New Hampshire. Hey, Nick. I'm just commenting on your latest Life Spring show. You were talking about faith and how drivers have to have faith in all the other drivers coming on the highway to not swerve into the
0: other lane and crash into you. Yes. I'm just using your comment line to let you know there are just a few things you want to try and avoid in a podcast. What's that? Because a lot of people are probably driving while they listen.
1: Sure. You're going to want to avoid things like sirens, Mm -hmm. uh, things that would things like that that would cause people to react while driving. You're uh-huh. also really going to want to avoid car screeching noises and crashes. I mean, oh, really? you played that little audio clip, and that gave me a jump, oh. and I was sitting in my office at work. Uh-huh. So um, I don't know what would have happened if anyone was driving while listening to that. Um, just letting you know, that's sort of something <laughs> that people try and avoid on a podcast. Okay. I like the show. Thank uh, you. Keep going with it. I think you're doing I'm a great sorry. thing. Thank you. And maybe I'll talk to you later. Bye.
2: Oh,
0: okay. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> oh, oh Okay. All right. I I, I promise. I promise. Well, maybe there'll be. Well, no, no. Okay. Nick, I tell you what, I promise there'll be no more. (laughs) I just had to do that. Uh, Point well taken, Nick. Point well taken. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes you just got to do what you got to (laughs) do. All right, so what's happening in the life of Steve and Leanne and Stephen and Timothy and Matthew? Well, the boys Stephen and Timothy are at camp this week. They left Monday and they'll return Friday afternoon. Then the lovely lady Leanne and I will be leaving them here with their big brother Matthew over the weekend while we take a couple of days off in a secret undisclosed location. (laughs) A couple of friends of ours have invited us to join them for a little mini vacation and I've been needing a break as has Leanne so we're going to be incommunicado over the weekend. Should be fun. Hey, once I get home, I will post some pictures on Flickr. Hey, how about this? I just had an idea. If you have any vacation pictures from this summer, why don't you send one to me? It'll be fun to see where you went, and we'll put them on the show notes page and uh, let the rest of the Lifespring family members share some of their family pictures too, and then we'll just all be able to see what we all did for the summer vacation. How's that sound? Email your pictures to steve.lifespring at gmail.com, and uh, we'll put them up. That'll be kind of fun. And uh, let's see, last week, um, yeah, well, I had a little issue with the folks at Pod Show last week. Um, I don't want to make a big deal about it here, but suffice it to say that they have agreed to put some technology into place that will allow me to approve any pre-roll that you hear before my show. So, in theory, you're not ever going to hear anything again on this show until I give it my okay. Now, until they get the technology in place, there will be no pre-roll at all on any of the Lifespring shows. Uh, They ran one last week. I'm not going to talk about it, but uh, it just... No, no, it didn't belong. And so I got him to agree to this. So that's pretty cool, huh? Very cool. Next, don't forget if you're going to be in Ontario, California for the Podcast and New Media Expo at the end of September, I'm inviting you to join us on Sunday morning for a worship service with two very special guests. This is going to be a great time of worship and hearing the word of God presented by a man who has experienced a miracle from God and who can play the guitar better than most normal human beings, the Reverend Jimmy Bratcher. You got to be there to hear Jimmy And you'll kick yourself if you miss Carmen Tyler's singing too, because she'll be there as well, and so should you. There'll be a lot of more details later on. Also, the day before the expo starts, join the Southern California Podcasters for PodCamp SoCal, Thursday, September 27th. It starts at 10 o'clock. PodCamp is a free unconference for people who create, enjoy, or who are interested in learning more about blogs, vlogs, audio podcasts, web video, content networks, new and social media, you name it, we'll talk about it. Show up, meet people, make connections, it's that simple. I'll be there along with Adam Christensen of the MacCast, Ron of Griddle Cakes Radio, Gary Leland of Podcast Pickle, and lots and lots of other people. It just won't be the same if you're not there, so please join us. One last item. Have you been voting every day at podcastawards.com? I heard Leo Laporte say the other day that this is um, sort of an Oscars for podcasting. Well, to me, it's, it's not really that. It's more like a People's Choice Awards since it is you who decides who wins. You can vote every day for your favorite podcasts, but voting ends this Saturday, August 11th. So get over there now and cast your vote. Remember to go each day until the voting is closed. And of course, I will be very appreciative if you cast your vote for this show. I'd be honored to have your vote. Well, that's about it. One more thing, though. Remember, Jesus said, Whoever drinks the water I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. It doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter your age, your sex, your station in life. Jesus asks you this. Who do you say that I am? LifeSpring is about answering that question and the question of how and why the answer can and does affect your life this very day. Thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you for making the LifeSpring show a part of your day today. Thanks for being a part of the LifeSpring family. It's good to know you're there. So until next time, may God bless you richly. I'm Steve Webb. This has been an In Touch Productions podcast. The best and the brightest served up daily by the sharpest minds in content delivery, pod show, and limelight.